Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Don't lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. We're celebrating the ladies. They should be celebrated every day, of course. But yesterday was International Women's Day. Harge informed us uh, that it's Women's Month. National Women's Month as well. So today's new theme for New Theme Thursday, celebrating all the ladies out there. Uh, So I know it's a little day late for International Women's Day, but uh, congrats to all the ladies out there. We love you. We need you. Yeah, we do. All right. Keep uh, keep hope alive. All right. We come back uh, in this segment. We want to get into some Texas, uh, Oklahoma State preview. We'll do that. Have the Rodney Terry discussion. We had a really good conversation about Rodney Terry uh, early on in the 3 o'clock. We'll have that conversation again. There's a lot of random stories, though, that we just need to update just really quickly in the college basketball world. Yep. Because it's just a, a bunch of them out there. So we'll just kind of do quick hitters here before we get to previewing Texas, Oklahoma State. Bill Self, you just informed me of this, Harch. Yes. So this apparently just broke. Bill Self is officially ruled out for the remainder of the Big 12 tournament? Correct. And, and we don't know the, uh, the reason, really, for this that's not been revealed? No, I think the problem is he is going to— um, he's, he's a patient now at University of Kansas Health like System, whatever it is. Yeah. And what they're thinking, I I personally is like, wait a minute, if he's going to miss today, and Patrick, you just said that he was at the shoot-around on Wednesday, Yep, released a statement stating what? That he is. That KU men's basketball coach Bill Self is a patient at the University of Kansas Health uh, System. Chief Medical Officer D, D, uh, Dr. Steve Seitz wants to clarify that Coach Self did not suffer a heart attack, as reported by some media. He arrived at the emergency department last night and underwent a standard procedure that went well. He's expected to make a full recovery. There will be no further medical details released for now. He has said, I am very grateful for the overwhelming number of well wishes and family and uh, that my family and I have received. Uh, I'm excited to get back with my team in the near, very near future. So there was a medical procedure, um, and they probably either didn't like what they saw in terms of, you know, the outpatient care or whatever from yep. the medical procedure, and they probably decided, nah, man, that's not making any chances. You probably need to be observed yep. after this yeah, for a little think, bit longer. Cause and you know and what two, I mean? you don't want to be a distraction to the team. So if you say, hey, I don't know if I'll be back. I don't know when I'll be back. I don't know. Then the team can't move ahead and plan on you not being there, which is what they need to do. And then if on Sunday he's or on Saturday he's – feeling great and they let him out, then he can probably show up and do whatever. But it's easier to not have the distraction and every hour wondering, is he going to walk back in? Yeah. Right. No, I, yeah. I, I, I'm talking about the team. I'm talking about him personally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think they probably just saw something in that the they test like. they did after yeah. the procedure. They decided, hey, let's just keep you for another mm-hmm. couple of days and wonder about this. And to Patrick's point, yeah, if you're going to be in the hospital for an unknown period of time, mm-hmm. no matter if it's a short stay, you can't, yeah. You don't want to put the team in that position where they have to worry about uh, the status of the coach, who's going to coach the team, the walkthroughs, right. the meetings, who handles all that kind of stuff. So and they're um, going to be in there going, 
Let's go win it for coach. Uh, you know what? Yeah, hey, motivational it factor. guys a little bit too. That's right. Uh, or it may distract them. So they, that's happening in the Big Twelve. Also, Big Twelve. Uh, Mark Adams, the Texas. Oh, Former Texas Tech head coach has Former. now resigned, gentlemen, mm-hmm. after uh, a controversy over a a Bible verse that he used while coaching his team. And in that Bible verse that was referenced, there was a reference to slavery in the mm-hmm. Bible verse. And, of course, he was talking to uh, some of his uh, team that was African-American. They were offended by that usage of that term and usage of that Bible verse. He has since been reprimanded and then he resigned. Right. Actually earlier today as a result of that, the the fallout from that chaos. Yeah. The news started coming out a little bit late last night and they were moving on from him. I think, their game, they lost last night, and that's when the news broke. They lost broke. last night, yeah, yep. uh, and the news broke. So yep. uh, Mark Adams is out, and now Texas Tech's looking for a new head coach. And a lot of people out there, especially on the Spec Tech line, are saying, hey, man, Chris Beard could be a possibility. He could be a possibility, but Ole Miss uh, might have the upper hand in the Chris Beard sweepstakes because it has been reported by multiple outlets that Chris Beard is the favorite He's a favorite finalist favorite for the old old Miss job, pretty much. And if they're they're doing their due diligence, but I don't whatever that means. The due diligence means as soon as their team is eliminated, we should be hearing <laughs> something. That is what they're doing. Stand right by, now. Chris. Stand Bench. by. He's just probably pacing, waiting for that that last whistle where they end up losing the game, and then I guarantee you, within the next forty eight hours of that loss, we will hear that. He's going to be the head coach. And some people were, I I brought up earlier that, you know, about Texas, that Chris Beard can't go back to Tech. I think, I mean that for him. I know Tech would take him back. Oh, oh, I know Tech would take him back. I've already texted a bunch of people. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, Tech Red Raiders. I mean, for his career, he probably doesn't want, that would be, I don't say a backward step for him, but he'd be going back to a place that for him, he saw it it as a stepping stone, obviously, because he left it for Texas. So I think right now he should just, he'll just stay away from the state. You're fine. And Chip Brown did report on Chad and Zay yesterday. He did. I believe it was that the young lady who uh, Chris Beard was in a relationship with that obviously was the um, focal point of these allegations and those charges that were dropped, um, that they are not together anymore. Correct. So he's reporting. That's also why you don't want to go back to Lubbock. Then that relationship kind of start in Lubbock, I believe. Uh, yes, for sure. Yeah, maybe she's back there. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Nah, stay away. Stay, stay away, go, Chris Beard. Go to, go to Mississippi. Go to Mississippi. Hey, Mississippi. Nobody ever said run to Mississippi, yeah, but yes, ever. Chris Beard, run to Mississippi. Yeah. You're good there. So that looks like that's going to happen. So uh, good for Chris Beard getting that opportunity. And yes, that means Texas will be playing him. Yep. Next season. No, oh get your mind right. Get your mind right, <laughs> get people. Get your mind right. That's going to happen. Uh, okay, uh, and real quick, because this is a strange story, too, and I, I don't, there are a lot of details out there about the story, um, and I don't have all the details. All I, all I know is that the, uh, the young man, Eddie Lampkin, from TCU, mm-hmm. is, is not with the team. And he, it was reported at first that I, I guess he was going to enter the transfer portal and maybe they, they were just unhappy. But then he released, uh, he released screenshots. Like, what are, what he posted screenshots, receipts. receipts? Yeah. <laughs> he posted receipts, basically, yeah. of a conversation between his mom and Coach Dixon. Yeah. Which totally, 
you know, it really changed the narrative in the conversation about why he was not with the team. And the I, I guess now the insinuation is that those screenshots that he posted of that of that mess, text message conversation between the head coach, Jamie Dixon and Lampkin's mother, Vanessa Lampkin, revealed accusations of mistreatment and racial remarks. Interesting. But, he, that was the, the racial remarks themselves were not posted, but the mom was hinting like, "That's what. Don't be acting like this. That ain't what this is about. This yeah, is about this something about y'all totally did." My, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's something going on there. He is not with the team though. And I thought it was ironic too that some of these times when you have these conversations that you jump out there and try to get in front of it, right? Mm-hmm. You try to say, "Oh, you know," she he sends that text to her stating. Oh, uh, we're going to do everything we can to help you in the transfer portal. Sorry it didn't work out, blah, blah, blah. Be ready to go on Monday. We'll help expedite it. It's like, hold up, man. Yeah, I he, did, know. he, did, he did say that. That's what Jamie Dixon yeah. basically said, yeah. It's like, hold up. That yeah. doesn't really play that way. Uh, Not it, one coach is going to hurry <laughs> up and – expedite you, especially because you've been playing all the minutes for his team yeah. for the last... I will say, he has been playing less and less minutes uh, since he came back from injury, and I think this was him basically going like, look, you're kind of a headache anyway, and I promised you a lot of things that I have no intention to, to actually follow through on, so what we'll do is you're not happy here, I don't want you here anymore, I'll go get someone else in the transfer portal. So yeah, we'll move on. Now, all the other things... He probably didn't. Most coaches say a lot of really mean things. Yep. I wouldn't say that he said anything, Rachel, because I won't. I, I have no idea, so I don't want to throw yeah, that. She on didn't anybody. say in the text messages what was said. I, I'm reading so, here. But yeah, say. but I mean, it, you can easily get your feelings hurt with most coaches in in basketball. Uh, and if you are not playing at the level you want to be playing at, at yeah, it, it just is what it is. So I get it. Hopefully, he'll be able to move on. I know he's had he's dealt with a lot with his brother uh, being uh, killed. So, like, he's been through a lot. I wish him the best. But, yeah, this is – I believe we, we saw after his injury, he was playing less and less minutes and his plus minus, and they were not playing as well when he's on the court. So, uh, Jamie Dixon was ready to move on if he was going to be more of a headache than an asset. Yeah. Um, and so, we haven't heard the end of that story. I guarantee there's going to be more uh, details revealed about what happened there. Uh, okay, let's get to this Rodney Terry conversation and then at the tail end of this uh, segment, before we're off air, we can dive a little into the Texas-Oklahoma State matchup. But you'll have the pregame with my man Craig Way on the call and Eddie Oren. You'll have that coming up at 530. All right. It seems like there are two – different camps on Coach Terry at this point. And Coach Terry, congratulations, one Sporting News Coach of the Year, by the mm-hmm. way. Uh, so a fantastic accomplishment, 16-7 and seven in the 23 games under Rodney Terry. And, of course, took that job in the midst of turmoil, chaos, <laughs> right. a crisis, and had to right the ship. Um, there seems to be two different camps that are developing. And it, it one group seems to be – uh, satisfied with what they've seen already from Coach Terry. He's won Coach of the Year. All right, for goodness sakes, he's done, he's yep. he's proven himself, no question. Especially considering it is a a crisis situation that he inherited. Um, then there's the other group, and by the way, that group is saying, "Hey, man, just make him the head coach. Take away the interim tag. He's done enough." And then there's the other group that. Or they agree, by the way, that Coach Terry's done a magnificent job. I don't think anybody's disagreeing right. with that. He's done a great job. Um, but they need to see the tournament 
uh, resume. They need to yeah. see him make a run in the tournament. And now some people are saying they want to see him make a run in the Big 12 tournament and in the Big Dance right. uh, in the national tournament. Uh, I'm just focused on the national tournament. I think Rodney Terry's done an amazing job. He amazing. really has. And by the way, it, there's no right or wrong answer here. If they give Rodney Terry that job, I do think he's done enough, obviously, to deserve to have a shot yep. um, at an opportunity there. Um, if they decide they want to go elsewhere, that also is, you know, their prerogative. Um, so I don't think there's a right or a wrong way, and we won't know in retrospect until somebody is hired, and then we can look back on things. But to me, it comes down to two things for whoever's making the decision: CDC, the people behind the scenes, Jay Hartsoe, and all those folks, right? Yep. Um, it, it. Do you want to hire? All right. Are you looking to hire the best possible candidate and coach for the job? Or are you looking to hire the right candidate and coach for the job? Yeah. Because I do think they're different. You can have both. But a lot of Longhorns, they just want the, the, the resume that is the most impressive with the most accolades, uh, the one who's you know obviously proven themselves the most, won some championships, skins on the wall. Although that is something I think a lot of Longhorn fans would like, that may not necessarily be the right hire. And I do wonder if CDC is thinking about the right guy for the job, not necessarily the guy with the most impressive resume for the right. job. Right. And that's the other part of it, too, because I, I, I see so many people that want to ask the question about Rodney Terry about can he recruit? Can he recruit? Those are Beard's guy. Chris Beard is not the one recruiting all these players. The coaches are. The assistant coaches. So Rodney has been an excellent recruiter for years. True. Uh, under under uh, uh, Rick Barnes he was here and he was doing the recruiting and the same thing by being here with Chris Beard. Rodney's the one that has been sitting there talking to the parents. He's the one that's in the back gyms watching these guys all the time. Yeah, he can get Chris Beard as the 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 finisher. He's the closer. closer. He's mm-hmm. the one that is doing that at the end. But the main thing is those kids know Rodney Terry first. They meet with those coaches, the assistant coaches first, and then – they meet with Coach Beard. Yes, Coach Beard has to give the ultimate blessing. Coach Beard has to make you understand that, hey, I want you on my squad. I need you here. But the coaches are the ones, the other coaches are the ones that are talking to these players. So, yes, he can recruit. He can absolutely recruit. It's just a matter of do people look at him as the face of the program? Mm. And that's the other part of it. If you're going to look at uh, values and things like that, he's your guy. He's, he he's, he walks a different walk than other people walk. So if you're going to look at somebody like that and that's what you want for your program, he's your guy. But if you're looking for this whale that's out mm-hmm. there, all whales aren't the ones that are going to hit either. Hmm. So it's real hard. We can't – I mean, it's not like Texas has won national championships no, in basketball. You, you start chasing that well. I mean, Texas did that. Texas football did it forever, right, with Nick Saban. He chased him. He was there. Right. He was mo- man, he's talking about the white whale. <laughs> exactly. He was molding dick out there, right. man. He was, it's, and, and basically that's what he was for Texas. Exactly. Texas never got their Nick Saban for different reasons, all that kind of stuff. They never got Nick Saban, but they spent all this time kind of chasing him, and you could argue that mentality that, oh, man, we got to go get the big fish, the big Big whale saving that it, it actually had a negative effect on the culture of the program. Yep, because you all you kept chasing it instead of finding you know the right coach, the one that was most compatible with the program at the time. And maybe that is Rodney. Yep. Uh, but I, like I said, the, the the tournament will determine his fate here at Texas. Yeah, he's going to get a good job regardless. Oh yeah, no, he'll be fine. And I mean, it also goes into assistant coaches he can hire. 
coaches want to work for coaches that have bigger names. So Chris Beer was able to hire a really good staff. How many of that? How many of those could he keep mm-hmm. if he was still here? And who would he be able to bring in? There, there are those questions. I just don't know who you're bringing in that is a much bigger name because we can coach Calipari. If he comes, great. I I don't think it'll work out. Uh, it just it there is too many cooks in the kitchen here for him to be a secondary fiddle and go. Hey man, by the way, while football season happens, go sit in the corner. Because yep. Texas is not like don't talk. Try to talk to boosters. Don't try and talk right. like it is. It is football season. I don't think he wants to operate in that world. I don't think it'll go over well. And I don't know if he's going to necessarily rub some football. of the people here the right way. So I, you know, like if you take that name out, and he's not also he's a name. I wouldn't say he's a great coach now. He is a older school coach. Mm-hmm. I don't know who the guy is right. that you go and get. So if there's not that other name and there's not that other sure thing guy that really wants to come here and is dead set on this is the job, I take the guy who really wants the job, who has really good ties to recruiting in Texas and has really good ties to everyone here. Yep. That's a great point about if you are one of, in the camp of oh, Rodney Terry hasn't done enough and we need to see more, um, yeah, who do you bring in? That right. becomes a great question, too, because he's done a fantastic job. Coach of the year by the Sporting News. And everybody and wants to say make him say no, but sometimes people do say no, believe it or not. Texas has been told no. Yeah, that's what uh, I'm they saying. They actually have been, they have been told yeah. no. No question about that. Um, all right, uh, we got Craig Way coming up next. Um, Eddie Oren as well, the voice of the Longhorns. Uh, Craig Way uh, will be on the call starting at 6, but you got the 5.30 pregame coming up for you. Uh, I want to thank my man Patrick for doing a great job as always, and thank Hart for doing a great job too. Thank all you guys out there for listening and your participation on the Specs text line. Remember, the revolution will not be televised. We'll be talking about it right here on Ball Don't Lie. We love you guys. We mean that. Take care of yourselves, but more importantly, Take care of each other. Peace.